When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So once again, I, I'm starting off the the video with this chart showing the exchange rate between the US dollar and the Turkish lira. It remains to be, I think, one of the most important charts to watch uh, th this following week. Because this could get bad. You know, I talked about this on Friday. The, the I don't remember the title of the video, but, but the thumbnail said the Turkish contagion. And, uh, you know, I continue to believe that, that what's going on in Turkey right now could go global and in some ways i think already has and in other ways it's something that is a result of something that's already gone global and i'll talk about that in a, in a second here but i do want to talk about kind of the developments over the weekend now turkey you know they have made some efforts just in the last maybe 12 hours 24 hours towards stabilizing their currency as far as i know they continue to refuse an IMF bailout. Now, this is all subject to change by the hour, right? Who knows when when Erdogan and his government will will throw in the towel on this and and maybe stop letting some of their pride get in the way. But but they, as far as I know, have not received a bailout from the IMF. Um, I, I haven't seen any huge announcement of support from from a country like China or or Russia or something like that, which you know, I think Erdogan has has been counting on. I, I haven't seen it yet. And he also said that he does not plan on uh, raising interest rates. That continues to be his his uh, plan, at least. Now, they have announced some other things, mostly capital control, um, so, some other things to, I guess, limit um, maybe speculation on the lira, limit uh, how much people can move out of the lira. Um, some different, you know, I, I'm not going to get into to the weeds and all that and, and, and some of it. I haven't read all of the different controls they put in place but you know they, they announced it you know early this morning i think they announced some overnight and well you know you can see from one day chart about how effective that has been um erdogan recently just gave another speech um and again you can see how effective that speech has been um the free fall continues you know I, I made that video back on on friday and i think it was uh what was it maybe 6.4 to 1 probably right around here went right before this jump after the weekend and uh well not a whole lot has changed since then, except that the lira continues to weaken. Now, the the big level I see is as well seven to one. If it can breach seven to one and stay above seven to one, who knows? You know, the whole space between seven to one and eight to one I see as 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 free game, right? Who knows where it's going after that? Um, and and, and you know, as it moves to that range, I think that's going to be the most painful range for Turkey. Anything we've experienced, anything they have experienced up to this point, four to five, five to six, um, six to seven, seven to one is going to be the pain point for them, I believe. Um, their, their banks are going to feel it and, and their corporations are going to feel it. And, and I think it's going to be the point where you see a lot of, of, of Turkish banks, um, well, go insolvent. You know, unless you have major intervention from, again, the IMF, um, some major, major country or, or, something um i see a lot of people leaving the lira 
leaving the Turkish economy, and and that's about the last thing that Turkey needs right now. Now, of course, um, their their president uh, Erdogan has 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 been pushing for for a lot of patriotism in in two different ways. You know, one he's he's framed this as a war against the West, a war against the United States, and and Trump's um, sanctions on the country for their ongoing. Um, imprisonment of, of this pastor. Uh, his, his last name escapes me. And, you know, there's some, I guess, truth to that. You know, Trump is a, is a well, he slapped those tariffs on when it was a Friday at about the worst time possible. Um, but I think he's made his point. Uh, tariffs or sanctions or whatever they were. Um, but but that's not the cause for this. You know, I, I went over in that video that the cause for this is, is not sanctions from the U.S. The U.S. is not waging economic war necessarily. Now, we're not helping Sure, and and I'm not sympathetic from to, to the U.S. government and, and their current actions necessarily, um, though you know maybe for for the imprisonment of, of a pastor or something like that, maybe that's a better reason than uh, just for the heck of it or because of a trade imbalance or something like that. But but no, the the root cause of this is is some of Turkey's and and indeed Erdogan's own irresponsible practices, and and then the other cause of it is this kind of ongoing developing emerging market crisis that's been in the works for for a period of months now um really since the beginning of this year this we've seen a slowly develop and and people i think are finally starting to realize that wow like you know countries like like turkey are, are much more vulnerable than we thought now turkey you know of, of all these emerging market currencies people talk about whether it's i don't know the philippines india um indonesia Mexico, Argentina, Brazil, South Africa, you know, they're towards the bottom of the list in terms of, of political stability and probably political savviness on how to stop these types of, of actions. Um, but make no mistake, you know, what we're seeing happening here in Turkey, it could get much worse, not just in, in U.S. or European banks and, and stocks, right? That, that's something to watch, right? Um, but, but you do have to ask yourself, you know, if, if things really go south in Turkey, how much is that going to affect European banks? How much is it going to impact the U.S. banks or, or, or liquidity? Or, or could it be the contagion that spreads into to France or Italy or something like that? Um, the potential exists. I'm not dismissing that potential. People have to mis- dismiss that. And, and I'm not going to. When you have as leveraged of a financial system as, as we have today, especially in, in Europe, and United States, Europe and the United States, um, no, I, I think we should not discount that possibility however what i want to instead propose is you know maybe what happens in turkey and continues to happen will be a blow to to, to european and u.s financial institutions and, and stocks and, and investors that hold a lot of turkey uh, turkish uh, debt and turkish uh, stocks sure but it's going to be one of a series of blows that I think uh, emerged markets or developed markets like like the United States, Europe. Um, I, I would throw China in there as well, but but you know Canada, Australia, Japan, South Korea, etc. Um, it's going to be one of a series of blows that we're going to receive from emerging markets in the coming weeks. Right, first it's going to be Turkey, but you know I couldn't tell you who's going to be next. You know, I, I I'll be honest, I I didn't have my finger on Turkey as being the the country that that would fall first of these emerging markets but but next it could be argentina it could be brazil which would would i think be be pretty significant considering the size of brazil's economy it could be mexico 
Um, maybe not quite yet. South Africa is the big one on the list, especially with some of their recent uh, legislation to you know, confiscate um, land from, from white farmers, uh, which is incredibly risky. Many people have pointed out the problems with it, considering that a lot of this land is, is well, it's, it's uh, not necessarily fully owned by, by these, these landowners. It's oftentimes there's a massive amount of debt associated with it. And so when you confiscate it, you know, who's going to pay that debt back to, to South African banks? Um, you know, that you're, you're putting the solvency of the, the banks at, at risk there. Uh, so, so I couldn't say exactly which one will be next. Um, but, you know, I, I see this as, you know, I was thinking about this over the weekend. You know, is this truly, and, and this doesn't sound weird, what we're seeing in Turkey right now or South Africa or Argentina, is this a U.S. debt crisis? And that sounds silly because you guys would say, no, absolutely not. It's a currency crisis, a emerging market currency crisis, right, over overseas. But, you know, the root cause of this, I believe, I continue to believe that, sure, Turkey has been very irresponsible with their, with their policy, sure. But the root cause of this, I think, continues to be um, an expensive dollar, right, and, and a dollar that is expensive to borrow and that's a problem when you have an economy like turkey that has borrowed a ton of dollars right a ton of dollars and a ton of euros um certainly more i believe it's it's more extreme in turkey than it is in places like argentina or south africa but the same problem exists exists there and and you know this this expensive dollar this this dollar that's so expensive to to uh borrow and and uh, it's just as strong in the first place if you're looking at the indexes um it's it's primarily in my eyes caused by two things, right? I've talked about this for several months. I talked about this on Friday, the the quantitative tightening that's ongoing by the Federal Reserve, and more and more debt issuance by by the federal or by the yeah by the federal government, right? Essentially, what that means is that there's a huge amount of U.S. bonds that no longer have buyers, and also hey, we're also going to issue even more bonds because we're taking on more and more debt because of tax cuts, extra spending, et cetera, et cetera. So now those bonds need buyers in U.S. dollar terms that soaks up a huge amount of U.S. dollars. So it's not a true U.S. dollar shortage where you can't find them. They're just very expensive to, to borrow. And, and that's painful for economies that borrow a lot in U.S. dollars. Okay. Now, what's going on in Turkey or South Africa or Argentina, you know, as this, this um, becomes not a, a, a process that develops over a period of, of a month or two, but uh, a day or two, uh, this is only going to make the issue worse because if you live in Turkey right now, what are you going to do if you if you have a large amount of lira assets or, or Turkish stocks or, or Turkish debt or whatever? You're going to do your best. You know, if this trend holds from from where it's heading right now to, to seven to one to eight to one to nine to one, if this trend holds. Um, you're going to want to get out of Turkish assets as quickly as possible, and probably your first move is going to be U.S. dollar. Is that the smartest move? I don't know. I, silver and gold, I think, would make better sense to me. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be the dollar or the euro, right? Now, if they're moving into the dollar, you you, you might see the problem there. They're, well, that's an increased demand for, for U.S. dollars. They're going to tie up their assets in U.S. dollars. And who knows? They might be wanting to ride this one out. And so they might be tying their U.S. dollar, their, their assets up in U.S. dollars for months, right? And so what does that do to... Other emerging markets who also need those U.S. dollars to to uh, stay afloat, 
well, there's going to be a tightness there. And I think currency traders and, and, and uh, financial institutions and, and uh, corporations in, in those countries, investors, all of them, have already realized this, that one emerging market crisis in, in somewhere like Turkey is going to lead to a flight to, to safe haven assets like the dollar and, and, of course, other U.S. assets as well, other European assets, uh, Japanese assets, etc. Um, but, but then the next step is is for them to do the same, right? To act accordingly, right? If you, if you live in South Africa and 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 you see, um, you know, the dollar becoming more and more expensive, more and more scarce, well, you better get into it now before before your currency drops, right? Before you can't, and and then investors in Argentina follow suit, and then Brazil, and then Mexico, and then you know Philippines, India, uh, Pakistan, et cetera, et cetera, and and it spirals out of control. Right. So this talk of a contagion, um, I believe, is sure it's going to affect Europe and the United States. But but what I want to see is not just what's happening in Turkey, the crisis in Turkey, what type of effect that will have on the U.S. and, and Europe. But what will happen when South Africa, Brazil, Argentina, Mexico, Pakistan, Philippines, Indonesia, India, uh, the list goes on and on. When the same thing happens in those countries, what is that going to do to the U.S. and, and Europe? Right? I, I, you know, people are are discounting the possibility of this emerging market crisis spreading into to uh, you know developed markets into the United States and 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 Europe, Japan. Um, I think that that's an incredibly foolish thing to do. Sure, for a time, there's gonna be a lot of people moving into the dollar, not just the dollar. They're gonna be moving into U.S. debt. Uh, treasury bonds they're going to move into u.s stocks but do, do you think that the u.s dollar can maintain a a relatively strong economy i i have my doubts on how strong it is but a relatively strong economy with the likes of of turkey brazil argentina south africa mexico and, and all these ones i just listed with their economies in a deep recession and their currencies in a deep deep decline I don't think so, right? It's just a matter of time before it spreads and people realize the U.S. dollar isn't safe either because U.S. economy is is not what we thought it was. U.S. stock market is, hey, overvalued. Who would have thought? The bond market is overvalued. Um, and then, you know, who knows what's next for for the uh, U.S. dollar after that? I mean, right now, it, it certainly would seem that maybe it's just me heading up, up, up. But I don't know. You know, the U.S. dollar right now, the, the, the dollar index, you know, over the last week, it's gone up quite a bit. And I don't think that the dollar indexes, either the Bloomberg or the DXY, truly reflect just how strong the dollar is in relation to some of these emerging market currencies. You know, the DXY is, is ancient and it doesn't have very many emerging market, any, I don't think, in, in its basket of currencies. Uh, even the, the Bloomberg, um, you know, it has the Chinese yuan and some other ones in there, but it's a very small weighting for, for some of these currencies. Uh you know, in reality, I think that the dollar is is much much stronger. You're just not seeing it reflected in the the uh, indexes. It's much much stronger in these emerging markets, and and uh, it, it's only going to get worse from here. I think every move up for the dollar is is making things worse and and more painful for these for these other foreign currencies. Right? Um, they can try for a while to 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 stem the tide, and maybe some of them will be successful in it. Um, but I think investors are getting worried about what's going on in Turkey. And they're getting worried, you know, is this going to spread to to South Africa? 
or Argentina or Brazil, and and you know what happens after that, right? Um, so so sure, the dollar might get stronger, probably will get stronger for a while, and this could this could mean a drop in in both silver and gold, but um, long term, you know, the, the prospects for the U.S. dollar and and stock markets in the U.S. are are, are not strong by any means. I don't think that the U.S. can can weather a storm in which all these emerging market economies are are crashing or in a recession um and, and then you potentially throw china on that list as well uh no no um we're, we're not surviving that somehow so um be on the lookout for, for this talk of a contagion sure the the classic financial crisis contagion into europe and the united states pay attention to it sure that the possibility exists um but also look for contagion to other other emerging markets you know this coming week um, so, you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this video down below in the comment section. Um, do you like these videos talking about the economy and whatnot? I'll certainly continue with them. This one I know wasn't super interesting as far as the, the visuals here. It's just kind of an ongoing chart of, of the U.S. dollar and the Turkish lira. But, but uh, you know, certainly I don't know what else I could add to this because it's mostly just my own commentary on it. Uh, but I'd love to hear your thoughts in this video down below in the comment section. As always, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video, and God bless.